Welcome into another episode of Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, we're breaking down another surprise of the 2023 season. Where in the world did Jeff Hoffman come from? And how did he become one of, if not the best right-handed reliever in the Phillies bullpen? And plus, I mean, with him coming out of nowhere, is this possible to continue? Like, is he going to keep being this good? Or was this just one of those weird years? We've seen it before. Does Jeff Hoffman have the staying power with the Phillies organization? We'll break it all down on today's episode of Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, it's Locked On Phillies. Of course it is. That's why you came here. I'm Connor Thomas, your host. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for checking us out. Appreciate it. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube, all that great stuff that helps us out here on Locked On Phillies. And it also keeps you up to date on what's going on. You get new notifications when episodes are posted when you subscribe to the YouTube and you don't miss a darn thing. It's been a slow offseason for the Phillies, but we still got a bunch of content churning out here on Locked On Phillies. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button. You won't regret it. We're over 2,000 subscribers now, so thank you so much to everybody who's been joining us every day, following along with the show, getting everything you need to know about your Philadelphia Phillies. So thank you, and thank you, of course, to our sponsors. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Today, we're doing another interesting evaluation of a pitcher. And this is the final pitcher on the NLCS roster that we have to evaluate their season. Michael Lorenzen is also on the roster for the NLCS, um, but he was a guy that... He was a rental. He was only here for part of the year. He's a free agent, probably not come back. Like, I'm not going to do the evaluation on Michael Lorenzen because, frankly, it wasn't a big enough sample size and it was such a weird year for him. And I don't think he's in the Phillies' long term plans. So, this will be the final pitcher that we evaluate from the 2023 season. Then we have some interesting bench players to go through as we round out uh, this, uh, what we've been doing this offseason when it comes to. Uh, the Phillies' evaluation of individual players in 2023. But Jeff Hoffman is such an interesting case, right? Uh, let's start by just breaking down the numbers. Let's look through what he did in 2023 uh, because there's just like – there's a question that I want to get into coming up about the story behind Jeff Hoffman's 2023 season and just where in the world he came from. So we'll get to that. But the numbers in 2023 were outstanding for Jeff Hoffman. He had he's been around actually 30 years old in 2023, and he had a 2.41 ERA this year, easily the best mark of his career. There's not even a close second. Now he had been a starter at points in the past. He started off his big league career with Colorado, went to the Cincinnati Reds, and then ended up in Philadelphia on a minor league deal. And he was never going to be a starter for the Philadelphia Phillies. They knew they wanted to use him out of the bullpen when they decided he was going to be a part of this team. But a 2-4-1 ERA, regardless of your role, is an unbelievable mark 
considering he threw 52 and a third innings pitched out of the pen, that's solid amount of work for a reliever. That's a really good ERA. That shows you that he was just consistently dominant all year long. And did anyone have that on their bingo card going into 2023? No. We didn't even know who he was at the start of the season, really, when it came to the sphere of the Philadelphia Phillies. But here's one of the more impressive numbers. The amount of home runs allowed for Jeff Hoffman in 2023, he only allowed three home runs all season. Three home runs, and again, 52 and a third innings pitched. He just was a textbook great reliever in that he doesn't do anything to get himself seriously in trouble. He gets himself in a situation where, okay, I might give up a hit, might walk a guy, I'm not going to let the ball leave the yard. He was everything you want a reliever to be. Good stuff. He had 69 strikeouts in 52 and a third innings. He has incredible strikeout stuff, which that's really great to see. But you're also spotting, so you're not getting hurt. Only three home runs allowed. He only gave up 19 walks in 52 and a third innings pitch. Now, we talked in yesterday's episode about Christopher Sanchez, who had, what was it, 16 walks in 99 and a third innings pitched, or maybe it was, yeah, less than that. No, I think it was 16 was the number. Bottom line is, like, it's not the most impressive mark on the team, but – For a guy who hasn't been that great with walks over the course of his career at points, I mean, he had 23 in 2022. He had 45 in 73 innings back in 2021 with Cincinnati. I mean, this was a great mark for him. Um, And that should show you that the whip is going to be in a really good spot. And it was 0.917, a sub one whip from Jeff Hoffman. I mean, hits per nine, five, career high. Home runs per nine, 0.5, career high. Walks per nine, 3.3. Career high. Strikeouts for nine. 11.9. Career high. Strikeout to walk ratio. 3.63. Career high. Now, I'd like to see that strikeout to walk ratio be a little bit better for him. But, uh, I mean, that's nitpicking. All of these numbers were just unbelievable career highs for Jeff Hoffman at the age of 30. And that's remarkable, right? Uh, Now, a reliever's prime, normally you think about an athlete's prime about 27 to 31, 32, right? That's where they're at their best. But relievers in modern baseball throw less over the course of their career, which means their longevity increases. That's why you see guys throw into 35, 36, 37, even into their late 30s or maybe early 40s for some of the really, really lucky guys that are out there uh, for long, long careers. But bullpen guys can exist productively deep into their 30s. And Jeff Hoffman at only 30 years of age, this is encouraging. Now, part of it, when you see a guy go at 30 and already having a major league career of seven years before this, like that would make you feel like, okay, so seven years he's been, eh. one year he's been amazing. What is it? Is it Caleb Cotham found something with him? Is it, uh, I, don't, I don't know, he just fit into his role well in the bullpen? Or is it, ooh, I don't know that we can count on this continuing. Well, we're going to have a conversation about that later, but it was just very, very comfortable pitching from Jeff Hoffman. That's the one thing I thought about when Jeff Hoffman was on the mound. He never seemed to be in a spot that made him uncomfortable. Now, he's a veteran. He's a guy that's been around, even though it was his first year in Philly, He's been in the majors for eight years now, so he's been around the block. He's seen it all. He hasn't really been with contending teams before, but he had played a lot of Major League Baseball. He pitched a lot of innings. So part of that makes you comfortable with where you're at, but also when you look at that, you say, okay, this isn't 
what we talked about last episode with Christopher Sanchez. This isn't what we talked about before with Ranger Suarez in his one great year back in 2021. No, this seems to be a little bit more legitimate to me because he's a guy that has been around. It's not just like a flash in the pan as a rookie when people don't know who you are. And then all of a sudden you get a book on a guy and you figure him out. There's plenty of tape out there on Jeff Hoffman. But he found something this year that just made him absolutely dominant. And it was, to me, the fastball-breaking ball combo. He layered, he tunneled those pitches really, really well in the 2023 season. And that combination is really all you need to be a really good reliever, right? You need a great one-two punch. You're not a guy. See, starting pitchers are like professional boxers. You're going to duck, dive, you're going to jab, your body shots, maybe throw a hook in there, but you're fighting a long fight. You got to go multiple rounds. You got to figure out a way to kind of play a chess game. Relievers, it feels a lot more like a street fight. We've all seen those where it's just two guys who don't know what they're doing. And I'm not saying relievers don't know what they do are doing, but it's just haymaker, 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 haymaker. You're going for the knockout because you don't have to save anything. There's no bell. There's no other rounds. And Jeff Hoffman with those two pitches, fastball, off speed, and he's got multiple off speed that he could work with. Like that was a real, he just did such a good job of, again, layering those pitches. And that's the important thing. Like consistency in delivery, consistency in arm slot. Uh, that looked really, really good from Jeff Hoffman in 2023. And that's part of what made his stuff so deceiving to hitters. That's part of what made him such a great story for the Philadelphia Phillies. Honestly, he's got to be the best righty reliever on the Phillies from 2023. Better season than Kimbrell. Better season than Sir Anthony Dominguez. Ryan Kirkering wasn't up long enough. I mean, yeah, he was the guy out of the bullpen for the Philadelphia Phillies when it came to righties. And if he can do that again in 2024 and the Phillies add another righty to put in there that's a nice arm, well, that's a guy that could be a really big piece of this team for a long time. Again, his contract information. So being that he's 30, you might think, okay, well, he was probably, what, here on a one-year deal? No, the Phillies have his rights through the 2025 season. So two more years of Jeff Hoffman here in Philadelphia at a very manageable dollar amount. I mean – this is a situation where you could be getting a lot for a little when it comes to Jeff Hoffman's uh, growth into what he was in 2023 for the Philadelphia Phillies. And coming up, I want to just kind of remind you how wild this guy's story was from where he was to where he got to for this past season. We'll discuss that as we continue today's episode of Locked on Phillies. First, though, I want to tell you about my friends over at FanDuel, of course, you know my friends at FanDuel. You probably use FanDuel, but if you haven't, they got a great deal for first-time users. If you have, stick with them. You know how easy the app is. I mean, you can score this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Let's say, for example, the Eagles are playing the Giants this weekend. I know the Eagles haven't been playing well, but they should be heavily favored. I believe they're double-digit point favored on the spread, but you don't have to bet the spread. You just have to bet $5 on the money line. Pick a big-time favorite team, win that bet, and you get $150. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app's super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options. So you could bet parlays, props. Um, you could bet futures. You could bet the spread. You could bet over-unders. You could bet all kinds of stuff, all kinds of different sports. It's the best app out there. It just is. Come on. You already know. 
So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and keep the NFL season going right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So I, I don't know that everyone's familiar with exactly what happened with Jeff Hoffman in 2023. So he was not part of the roster early on in the season. And Bryce Harper was coming back from Tommy John surgery. So as the Phillies were getting ready to play baseball, Bryce Harper was rehabbing. And the steps in the rehab, you start by dry swinging, and then you get into the cage and you get off a tee, and then you might see soft toss, and then you might see batting practice. And then when you progress through all that and you've getting, gotten to the point where you're like, okay, I'm getting closer, you go through simulated at-bats or simulated games. And what that is is you get pitchers. Sometimes it's from the major league team, but a lot of times it's for a minor league team. And you get them to throw you – not batting practice, but simulated at bats. So you get the feel without having to be in a game situation in a controlled environment of how your body's feeling after the injury. And Bryce Harper went through this. He didn't want to do minor leagues. Uh, he didn't want to do a stint down there. He said, I'll just do simulated at bats. I'll be back quicker. Let's get that job done. And one of the guys that was tasked to throw to Bryce Harper as he recovered from Tommy John was Jeff Hoffman. And <laughs> Bryce Harper in his rehab was like, yo, hold on a second. I know I haven't seen live pitching in a minute, but as I continue to progress, this guy's not getting any easier to hit. He's got some good stuff. And I would have trouble facing this guy at the major league level. And it was brought up to the organization, and they were like, well, Bryce thinks he's good enough. Bryce is one of the best hitters on the face of the planet. Let's put Jeff Hoffman on the team. Let's see what he's got at the major league level. So uh, think about that. This is just – it's a life lesson. I know you don't get a lot of those here on Locked on Phillies. It's mostly us breaking down the Phillies, but I'm an introspective guy, and uh, I think this is something that a lot of us could learn out here. And it's the offseason, so it's fun to uh, pontificate a little bit about what this could mean to life in general. But basically, think about it this way. Jeff Hoffman was a guy who had had seven years at the major league level before this, and now he's throwing basically simulated games to Bryce Harper. He could have been like, dude, forget this. What am I doing? I've been, I've been at the major league level. I don't need to do this. I need to help another guy be ready to play. But not only was he a good team player, but he gave it his best effort. And he was noticed. He was noticed by Bryce Harper. He was noticed by the organization. The next thing you know, he's the best ready reliever on the major league team. But that's unbelievable how easily he could have mailed it in, didn't, proved his worth, got an opportunity. That's the key. Just when you think that you're in a spot where no one is evaluating your performance or no one cares or the jury's out, you never know when you might get an opportunity. It's a great thing for young baseball players, too. If you're a young baseball player who likes the Phillies who's listening to this or if you have a young baseball player at home, that's the thing. Coaches will tell you that all the time. Take advantage of every opportunity. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's in the crowd watching you. You don't know who's going to be impressed by your performance if you give it your all. If you mail it in, you know what's going to happen. No one's going to give you any type of props ever. But Jeff Hoffman took advantage of a really interesting opportunity, and it paid off big time for him. Could you imagine going from where he was throwing to Bryce Harper, just trying to get work in to make sure Harper's elbow was good enough to come back, and then the next thing you know he's on the major league uh, roster? And then the next thing you know, he's their best reliever. And the next thing you know, he's throwing in the playoffs. And the next thing you know, he's throwing in the NLCS. Like In a year of very interesting seasons, 
he had one of the more interesting and more underrated years in, frankly, all of baseball. People got caught up on the Orion Kirkrick story. And it's a great story. It's one that people should have gotten caught up on. But as impressive as the Kirkring story was, I mean, Jeff Hoffman has an impressive story as well. To go from that spot in this organization to being the best righty reliever in the bullpen is just, it's not something you hear about. You don't just find guys on the street, but it happened and it paid off. Now, the Phillies have actually had this happen two years in a row. And back in 2022, it was Andrew Bellotti, right? Andrew Bellotti came out of nowhere. He was just another training camp, training camp, spring training name. It's just like, okay, we'll see what this guy has. He gets an invite. He's out there. He looks really good. He makes the team. He looks really good in the regular season. And he was one of your best relievers in 2022 and a big part of that run to the World Series. Bellotti was a big part of that team. And then in 2023, he was nowhere to be found because it was a significant regression. Now, Bellotti doesn't have the major league resume that Jeff Hoffman has. I know Hoffman's never been as good as he was this past year at any other point in his career, but he still has been here before, right? Bellotti was a younger guy and still is. That's just like, okay, you had a great year and then you kind of regressed and you had, okay, it might've been a flash in the pan. This feels a lot more real to me. Not that I think Jeff Hoffman's going to have a low two ZRA again, but could he possibly? And if, even if he's like higher twos, low threes, that's a valuable bullpen arm. It'd be a step back, but it's more than you ever probably thought you were going to get from Jeff Hoffman when the Philadelphia Phillies signed him. So I loved what I saw in 2023. I love even more the story of how he took advantage of an opportunity that might not have seemed like one to some people and turned it into a really big role cut out for him in this Phillies bullpen going into 2024. There's no doubts in 2024 that Jeff Hoffman will be a part of this major league roster. He will be part of the bullpen. Like that seems a certainty. And I guess the question as we wrap up the jump into is what should we expect from him in 2024? What are the proper expectations for Jeff Hoffman this next season? Because as much as I love what he did in 2023, we need to rein back in the expectations a little bit for 2024. I'll tell you what I mean as we wrap up today's episode of Locked on Phillies. Why in the world would I be telling you to rein in the expectations on Jeff Hoffman? He had a great year. I've been telling you how I think this is potentially more sustainable than some of the younger pitchers you see have this type of success in a single season. What am I seeing that says, well, all right, easy, folks. Well, it's simple. As much as I say he's got this resume of being a major league pitcher, he hasn't really had a lot of success before this in his career. He was okay in Colorado, but he was the product of being in an organization that wasn't really competitive. Then he goes to Cincinnati, and in his time with the Reds, they weren't really competitive. They're getting closer to that point, but while he was there, it wasn't like, okay, we need – the best possible arms because we're going to the World Series and we need to just gear up to be ready to throw high leverage innings. I mean, he threw high leverage innings, but it was for teams that weren't in the position the Phillies are in. We'll just say it that way to keep it polite to our friends at Cincinnati and Colorado. But also, I'm a big play with the majority guy. And what that means to me is when I look at stats and I say, and we had this conversation with Trey Turner, right? When I look at Trey Turner, I'm like, okay, one bad year, a billion good years, probably a good chance next year is a good year. 
for Jeff Hoffman, it's seven okay to average years, one exceptional year, and all of a sudden he's an exceptional pitcher. No, he had an exceptional year. Do I know yet if Jeff Hoffman is an exceptional relief pitcher? Well, that's the type of reputation you develop by doing it consistently. And more of his resume says average relief pitcher, average major league righty, than says outstanding major league righty. Now, there's a chance that Caleb Cotham or one of the other Phillies pitching coaches or maybe just something he learned from teammates or whatever unlocked something in him, and he's finally clicked, and it took him till age 30, but now the rest of his career is going to be one of those like solid uh, veteran relievers that every team searches for when they're a postseason team. That's possible. Like I'm not saying that he's going to stink in 2024, but the expectations cannot be, okay, repeat this year, only give up three home runs, have an ERA in the twos, uh, don't walk anybody, strike out a bunch of people, like keep all of those numbers the same or on pace for the same. Like it's just not how it works. There's ebbs and flows to everything. Nobody like only the great, great pitchers, whether you're a reliever or starter can just have consistent numbers this year, this year, this year, this year. Okay. Bang. You know what you're getting out of blank pitcher. I don't think Jeff Hoffman's that guy. Like, I don't. And I don't think he's going to be bad in 2024, but I don't think he's going to have the year he had in 2023. That would just be unrealistic. It would be unfair to expect him to be that guy every year when he just set career highs in basically every major pitching stat. So, rein it back in a little bit. Now, I've already told you guys that I think could take a step. Gregory Soto might settle in more. Sir Anthony Dominguez could have more in the tank. Uh, Jose Alvarado took a big step already. But Orion Kirkring, who knows what he potentially has in store now that he's gotten his feet wet at the major league level. Matt Strom was really, really good. Can he be consistently that guy? Like, There's other people in the bullpen that could potentially take another step. I don't know how much better Jeff Hoffman could be than 2023. Like He was already about as good as you could have hoped him to be this past season. So that's just what I'm saying, right? Like if he comes out and he has a low three ERA, I don't want people to be like, well, Jeff Hoffman stinks compared to last year. Well, last year he was unbelievable. If I shoot, like uh, this is just the first thing that came to mind, but if I shoot 10 free throws, right? And I make all 10, the expectation is not that I never miss. The expectation is, okay, he's good, but let's see what he shoots his next 10. If I shoot seven out of 10, I'm just a normal dude. Like that's still 70% free throws. I'm good with that. But some people would look at that and say, we well, shot 10 before. Why do you stink now? Like that's what we can't do. Even if he has a down year compared to this past season, he can still be a valuable piece for the bullpen. So I don't want people to turn on Jeff Hoffman and him become a victim of his own success. But I do think he's a very valuable piece in the bullpen. I think that there's a better chance for him than some of the other guys on this roster to repeat what was an outstanding year. And the bullpen, I mean, if things play out to these guys' ceiling, which, I mean, you know, they rarely do. But if if things go right with the Philadelphia Phillies bullpen, they could be really, really good in 2024. Uh, so something to look forward to, folks. There you have it. Jeff Hoffman, a strong season, a wonderful story. And I hope, I'm like, I'm rooting for the guy. I love the guy. Uh, I think it's an awesome, awesome testament to his focus on his career and I hope it works out for him in 2024, and I hope so for the Phillies as well because it would make their team that much better. But, uh, yeah, that's all for today's episode of Locked on Phillies. Thank you so much for checking us out. Please make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to the YouTube. Again, we're part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We're on to the bench pieces 
for the Philadelphia Phillies. Those are the only players we have remaining to evaluate, so we'll run through those as we continue this. Let me know in the comments uh, which of the bench players that I haven't evaluated yet you'd like me to jump in on first, and uh, we'll get to that in tomorrow's episode. So I appreciate it again. I'll talk to you next time on the next episode of Locked on Phillies.